Truly our God, He is alive. Good morning to everyone. Happy to have you out this morning. And to those who are visiting with us this morning, we thank you so much for being a part of our audience this morning, a part of our worship service. We have a number of members out and about traveling and Cheryl and Jamila over in Birmingham, uh, Simone and Gerard Drill, Kyrie Drill, Gary and Tanette, they are on vacation heading to Maryland and their kids are out and about. Now, I only know when people are informed. Now, I'm left to believe, other than those who might be working, the rest are either at home, sleep, or doing something else they ain't got no business doing, right. other than worshiping God. Man. But we hope that's not the case. But it's the Lord's day. You need to be at the Lord's house. Man. You need to be worshiping God and not at home. <coughs> Excuse me. Not at home cleaning your grill. Waiting to invite company over to barbecue and do a little drinking and whatever else. It's the Lord's day. And you can't say Jesus is your Lord and you don't do what your Lord commands you to do. The Bible says that we are to worship the Lord upon the first day of the week. This is the first day of the week, right? And we need to be obedient. And doing so and not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as outlined in Hebrews 10. And some people just need some encouragement. Man. So take time out today. Look around who you don't see, who you know are not out of town or in a work status. And encourage them and let them know they were missed today. Man. Let them know Jesus was here but they weren't. Man. And it really is a shame that Jesus can take the time to be here and yet they didn't see the need to be here and not be with him. Today, we want to look at a lesson concerning Sunday and Wednesday is not enough. Sunday and Wednesday is not enough. We kind of touched on this in Sunday school, talking about how busy we are in our schedules. And we get so caught up in this life. And this life has a way of zapping life out of us. Isn't that amazing? We run and rip, we rip and run, and we get caught up in this worldly race. But this worldly race will take the life out of you. Man. And if you're not careful, you'll find yourself at a great distance from God. Man. You'll look up, you'll look around, and nothing appears to be familiar with you anymore concerning spiritual things. I said some more on him. That's mostly right here. I did, that, that goes to show you how much eye contact I made. I tell y'all, look at that clock. Because some of you all refuse to smile. And I refuse to look out at some folks with rocks in their jaws while I'm preaching. Come on, really yeah, good. Come on now. So Simone, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know she But back to this. 
Sunday and Wednesday is not enough. Man, it's not enough to get the job done and raising our children. It's not enough for us to become the Christians we need to become, to become the family of God we need to become. Amen. Sunday and Wednesday is not going to cut it, folks. That's right. And especially when you don't have come or don't come. All right. Consistently or at all. All right. The Bible says in Acts 2.42, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayers. Man, that was a closeness back then. Yeah, yeah. That was a closeness. That was a family bond back then. Yeah. We say, well, they were under persecution. They were under attack, and that's true. Yeah. But I also believe that was a closeness and a bond because they loved the Lord. Man. Amen. They love the Lord. Yeah. If, if you read from the scripture text that was read into your hearing in Acts 2 and, and verse 41, notice what the Bible says. It said, then they that gladly received his word yeah. were baptized. Then they that gladly yeah. received his word. That was a joy. That was a happiness. There was just excitement. In hearing the gospel preach and obeying it and coming saved. Man. So, in other words, the church was full. The church was full of happy folks. Yeah. yeah. The church was full of rejoiceful folks. Yeah. The church wasn't full of folks coming here looking mad at the preacher like, I made you come out this morning. <laughs> now, I'm going to make somebody contact now. All right. <laughs> The church was full of folks. The Bible said they were glad yeah. to receive the word. Yeah. They were glad. Can you imagine the rejoicing, the excitement, the good time that was being around people happy to be saved, Man. appreciating the death, burial, resurrection of our Lord and Jesus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Man. People who were just thrilled. Yeah. yeah. Unlike some of those this morning. Yeah. All right. All right now. <laughs> and they continue steadfastly. Yeah. In the apostle doctrine. Yeah. That closeness grew. Right. It got closer. It got tighter. It just got better. Yeah. Amen, somebody. Amen. Unlike some of our relationships with each other. <laughs> Come on now. The gospel brings people together. It don't put wedges in between people. Amen. Now, Christians. No, sir. It should, it should be a dividing vice <clears throat> from saints and sinners Man. who don't want to live godly. Yeah, it should be a line between us and them. That's right. But for Christian folks, it should draw us closer. Man. It should bring us closely knitted together. Yeah. In love and one accord and fellowship. Amen, yeah. somebody. Amen. Not growing apart from each other. I'm stuck here. Can you move? Help me out. Help me out. They awake back there? I'll let you do it manually. There we go. When God called us to be members of the church, it wasn't as members of an organization like a social club. 
right. but as members of a body. Yeah. All interconnected and dependent on each other. Man. I know I need to read that again. Yes, sir. Uh, some of us, some of us are like arms, and we say, I got this, I'll hang out by myself. Uh -huh. I don't need to be attached to nothing. Just an arm hanging out there. Lord have mercy. When God called us to be members of the church, yeah. it wasn't as members of an organization like a social club, Man. but as members of a body. Man. All interconnected and dependent upon each other. First Corinthians 12. Yeah. In other words, Ain't no solo acts around here. Amen. Everybody depended upon each other for this thing to work out the way the Lord designed it to work. That's right. That's right. I can lean on you. You can lean on me. I can yeah. lean on you. You can lean on them. That's right. We work together as a body. Man. In Acts 2, we see the church behaving as a family. Yeah. What belonged to one belonged to all. Yeah. Including possessions. Including possessions. Yeah. Including possessions. Yeah. Meals, homes, and time. Mm -hmm. When we don't see our fellow Christians outside of an organized gathering on Wednesdays and Sundays, it's hard to claim we're a family Man. that is dependent on each other for survival and strength. Man. So. How can I depend on you when you don't care enough to show up? All right. All right now. How can you help me? How can you exhort me? How can you encourage me? If you ain't here. Amen. Yeah, you send your little text message maybe every morning or every other morning. Isn't it? No, 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 no. That ain't gonna cut. That's right. That's right. I'm not knocking. That, that's great if you're doing it, but it takes more than that. Amen. It takes more than that. That's right. It's hard to claim we're a family. Family members don't show up. Amen. We sent out some text messages this morning, and guess who showed up? Right. I ain't calling no name, but the initials Josh and Constance. Right. And I say that because they know I love them. Man. Am I right? Yes. You know I love them. Man. I can't, I can't be a Christian and I don't care about if somebody not here. That's right. That's right. Amen. How in the world can I be a, a, a leader in the Lord's church and not care if somebody not here? That's right. Amen. Amen. But it takes more than just me. That's right. That should be the love that we have for each other. Amen. And all respect. Amen. Amen. Not just, well, let the elders do it. Let the preacher do it. No. Well, do you not know your subject? Sometimes you could get discouraged too. Yeah. That's right. Amen. That's right. And it's sad to say, you might be the one raising the most sand if somebody don't call you. Yes, like you don't call anybody. That's right. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> Next, next, next. Think of all the one another commands in the New Testament. It's really not possible to carry those out in an hour or two in a week. It's Amen. 
forgive one another, love one another, yeah. purge one another, yeah. just on and on and on. All of these one another's. That's right. You think we could get it all done in 45 minutes or an hour on Wednesday? No, sir. 45 minutes or an hour on Sunday and Sunday school? No, sir. 45 minutes after a sermon? You think we could get it? No, 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 no. Can't do it. How much personal exhortation or even rebuking can happen in a tight two-hour window? Hmm. Well, shoot, I get, I've been to church two hours a day. I got stuff I need to do. Stuff I want to do today. But I thought you died. That's right. When you became a Christian. Amen. I thought you denounced your will and decided to pick up his will. Amen. Amen. I thought that's what it was. I thought that was one of the conditions in becoming a Christian. Man. Making that confession you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that I'm going to seek His will, yeah. His way, yeah. His commands. Man. And not allow what I desire to do supersede what He would have me to do. All right. How much confessing of our sins to one another happens in a gathering of dozens or hundreds of people? All right. See, believe it or not, that's still a human factor. It's a good thing to come to know one another. Amen. And as I get to know you, I can build a rapport with you. Yeah. I can be more encouraging to you or you can become more encouraging to me. Rather than, I'm not going to walk up to you and, and, and open up and talk about sensitive stuff or spiritual things that affects my life. I don't know you. Amen. Amen. And you don't get to know anybody by just throwing your hand up on Sunday and keep going. That's right. That's right. That's right. Y'all, we got time for your worldly friends. Come on now. But this will be your family. Man. And this family is more important than any other family. Yes, it is. The spiritual family. Yes, it is. <clears throat> How much can we rejoice and weep with one another in a few short minutes each week? <clears throat> man, Sundays and Wednesdays just ain't going to do it, folks. Man. Well, I don't have time. You don't have time because you allow other things that are not more important to Rule out what is more important. Right. Mm. Mm. It's when we draw near to one another that our weaknesses are revealed. Right. And when we are weak, two things happen. First, Christ is exalted. Second Corinthians 12, 10. And second, we get to bear one another's burdens. Amen. Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Amen. Whether you want to believe it or not, this warfare is real. Yes, it is. And, and this warfare sometimes slaps people down, beat them down. And you know what? Because of my love for you and what I learned through Christ and what he has shown through me and what example he has been to me, I'm going to demonstrate that for you. Amen. 
pick you up, to love you, to listen, to encourage, to exhort. But if I'm never around to learn and to be taught and to have this demonstrated, you know what? I'm going to be a fatality. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This stuff just don't happen overnight. Man. It's a learning process. Man. It's a learning process. Some of you, when you first came here, you didn't say much to anybody, just kind of sat, watch. But there were some people who came up to you, spoke, talked to you little by little, little next day, you know, oh, shoot, you just feel like I've been here all along. Man. Why? Because somebody showed love. Man. Somebody was friendly. Yeah. That's where it's supposed to be. Man. But if you want to stand off, Want nobody in my business. Huh. But let me tell you something. God knows your business. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And you should be happy to have a family, a spiritual family, who care about you and your business. Amen. Because one day you're going to need some help. Yes, sir. One day you're going to need some help. And let me tell you something. Jesus is not going to come down on a cloud today and just pay you a personal visit. No, sir. To help you with what you need help with. Man. He uses his family Man. to help you. Yeah. Woo. When our mindset changes from making Sunday and Wednesday the hub of our spiritual life to making it an everyday thing, we start feeling that closeness with one another. Yeah. And when we do that, our walk with God becomes easier. Man. Right. Amen. See, it begins here. Yeah. It begins here. That's it. I, I preach and teach all the time. You draw a circle. You put God in the middle. Yeah. And you fit everything else around God. Man. Stop trying to squeeze God in around all this other stuff. That's right. Watch that's right. all this other mess. That's right. Because really that's what it amounts to in comparison to God. Man. It's mess. Yeah. We want to fit everything in. And then sometimes we only have time to come out to exhort, to encourage. All right. Well, Wednesday, I, I can't do it. I'm busy. Mm. Sunday, oh, I, I give you an hour. I got to go. Mm. That was a game on the other day. Yeah. Golden State and Cleveland. Yeah. Winning the overtime. Yeah. I ain't seen nobody leave. Huh. <laughs> I ain't seen nobody walk out the game. Mm -hmm. Man, I thought the game been over with by now. No, people stay. Yes, sir. And not only did they say they got loud. Yeah. They got loud. They got oh man. And then there was two point four seconds left in the game, and the referee called foul. Yeah. Golden State was ahead, I think, by seven points, seven or ten points. One of the commentators said, "What's this going? Get the game over with." And even though they were ahead by about seven or ten points, the fans still, they still stood there. Yeah. They 
know Cleveland will come, come back in two seconds. That's right. Guess what? The fans say. Yeah. Brother Ben, what's so important? We make time for what we want. That's right. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. You could stay an extra hour or two to watch a basketball game. Why you raise saying I get up and walk out of worship? With the Lord present. Man. Huh? That's right. That's right. Man, I'm busy. I got things to do. Mm. Okay. Brother Sam, that was a beautiful poem. Yeah. We always got something we claim we have to do. We ain't got time for God. Mm. But I always remember over in Proverbs 1. Yeah. When he says, when your calamities. When your calamities yeah. come down upon you as a whirlwind. Yeah. When your life begins to be chaotic and you, you say, you're going to seek me. Yeah. You're not going to find me. Yeah. Why? Because you rejected wise counsel. Everything was important to you except me. Come on. But when situations arise in your life, it's amazing how you know who to call on. Come on now. You don't even call your mama. You don't call your daddy. You don't even call me. Right. You just go straight to the top and say, God help me. Yeah. But where were you when you're supposed to have been serving God? Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. When you make this thing more than just Sunday and Wednesday, when you make it more than just a, 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 a hour gathering, then it becomes your life. Yes, sir. Doing God's will becomes easier. Yes, sir. Evangelism becomes easier. Yeah. You want to share this great message of how this can transform your life, how the gospel can transform, because you know what it did for your life. Amen. 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 Some of us are turned down and, and turned off by people we try to share with because who, who sucks on a lemon and, and smiles? <laughs> when you should be a sweet you should be a sweetness. Yeah. You should be a, a, a good taste to people. Yeah. And how they see you conduct yourself. Amen. You should be desirous and people should want to become like you. Yeah. And what they see in you, how you abide in Christ. Man. Nobody get excited about sucking a lemon. That's right. Oh, your son, you say, that's just mean. You shouldn't say, I said. Prayer becomes natural. Yeah. Instead of these apologetic, apologetic prayers. Yeah. Oh, you know, I ain't been doing what I'm supposed to. And I know I understand if you won't hear me. And I understand you won't bless me with this and that. That, that ain't what the Christian life's supposed to be about. Amen. Amen. We should have confidence when we pray. That's right. But see, it's hard to have confidence when we know we've been trying to bamboozle God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 
you want to play games with God as if God don't know you're playing games with Him. Amen. Man, come on. We could do better. Amen. Growth happens more quickly when we avail ourselves to the spiritual things. Yeah. To be encouraged, to be exalted. And can I throw this in there? Come on. Believe it or not, some of us have lived some life and we got a little sense. Amen. Yeah. When we offer you some advice and say, I wouldn't do that. at the church building. That's right. See, That's you, right. You, you can say, let's do this, let's do this, let's do that. That doesn't mean it, it's, it's beneficial in helping you grow spiritually. Right. Amen. I'm talking about having something coming together with doing something of substance. Building up one another. Helping one another. It's okay too to have events, but don't substitute just having an event for what the true purpose of coming together is supposed to be about. Man. You can have all of the events and programs you want. That don't mean people are growing. That's right. That's right. A church can busy people to the point of burnout. Yeah. When it is functioning as an organization putting on events. And when the events are always put on by church leadership rather than being the natural outpouring of family, spending time with each other, the intended connection doesn't happen. Right. You get a bunch of burnout folks. Yeah. Some might turn bitter. Some might just decide they ain't happy to do nothing else. And then you got some other folks sitting there saying, see, I told you. I told you. Some ain't gonna have a act right. Man. But you don't stop because of them. That's right. But you just make sure what you do is for the right purpose. Man. Having many events don't substitute for true godly growth. Man. Have a bunch of events. 
but the people don't support it and come out for the right reason. Right. What good is it? Right. So don't get caught up in, well, let's do this, let's do this. I tell you what, let's perfect and make good on what we're already doing. How about that? Right. Let's be supportive of what we're already doing. Let's be supportive of what we're already doing. Man. And you know, you know some good starting points. How about Sunday morning? Sunday school. Yeah. How about Sunday morning worship? Yeah. Some of you, in case you didn't know, I know you should know this. We do have service at 3 o'clock. Man. Amen. And I don't preach the same sermon. Amen. So if I ain't preaching the same sermon, there's a good possibility you can learn something even more. Amen. Yes, sir. Jesus comes. That's right. He's here. That's right. For two or three are gathered. Yeah. He attends. Yeah. Man, you can't be more busy than Jesus. Man. Right? That's right. Oh, my goodness. I'm having a good time this morning. Right. <laughs> Once again, we take the Acts 2 example. Where, where does this growth take place? From house to house. Yeah. Being together, right? Yeah. How does this growth take place? Through fellowship, study, and prayer. Yeah. It's important that we spend time together doing these things outside of the church building. Man. See, some of us come in and think we, we're punching our ticket directly to heaven by just showing up here. No, sir. Man, the work begins outside of these walls. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Some of us sitting there now, we can smile and we, we can look like everything's fine, but we cried before we got here. Man. Some of us might be living in hell at home. Yeah. Need some encouragement. Man. Need somebody to call. Need somebody to stop by. Need somebody to tell them it's going to be all right. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yes, sir. Stick our chest out like came Sunday morning. What else you want? Mm. You can be a Christian. Amen. Mm. Yes, sir. Jesus just didn't bless on one day. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes it's just good. Sometimes it's just going to be. It's just <laughs> sometimes it's it's just going to be fellowship. Other times we'll be intentionally getting together to have a study of devotion. Yeah. But the key is we get together. That's it. We get together. Yeah. Sometimes you may go with the intent on, on, on studying something and somebody might just decide, I, I just need to, I need to just share this. Yeah. Yeah. They need to talk with somebody. That 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 simple get together may turn into a prayer. Amen. Amen. I'm going through something. Yeah. But if I never take the initiative to get together, nothing is going to occur. That's right. Other times, we will spend specifically getting together to just pray. Man. Nick, the desert needs more time to get together to pray. Yeah. Is the world getting any nicer? No, sir. Times are more evil, right? Yeah. How, how can we survive if times are more wicked and we're praying less? 
That don't work, does it? No, sir. And of course, the question is, how often does this take place? For them, it was daily. Yeah. I know times have changed. For us, in our fast-paced world, with a million commitments and geographical challenges that might not be realistic. But we surely aren't going, we surely aren't doing enough by gathering in a big room two or three times per week. That's right. And thinking, we have mastered this whole thing. No, sir. See, there are a lot, believe it or not, there are a lot of things we involve ourselves in that we really can cut out. Yeah. Yeah. Your worldly friends might not appreciate it. And even some of your Christian brothers and sisters who claim to be Christians but act more worldly might not appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. But there are a lot of things we involve ourselves in we can cut out to be of a better service and a greater service to our sisters and brothers, to the family of God. Man. If our heart is right. Yeah. If we really want to serve the right purpose. Man. I grew up, man, Sunday was designated. You, you worship, you did sick, you did everything was about serving somebody, somehow, some way. What Sunday was about. Yeah. Now Sunday is NASCAR worship. Hurry up. I got a game to go to. I got a tee off at such and such time. The Falcons kick off at such and such. Man, it's playoff time. Uh -huh. I got to go watch this game. Uh -huh. And some of us sit talking about, well, I ain't coming back because I got to get ready for tomorrow. Who promised you? Tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Amen. The Bible itself, Matthew 6, outline. Man, I promise you. You're worried about something you don't have no control over. James Amen. says, you know what? You alter the if it's the Lord's will. Right? But even when you say if it's the Lord's will, that's no excuse for you to neglect what you can do today. Amen. Amen. Well, slow down. Man. Slow down. Man. Slow down. Man. Slow down. Yeah. Why do you see signs like these? Apparently something in your best interest, right? Yeah. You need to do to avoid something worse happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Slow down. Some of us need to slow down because guess what? We're running ourselves in the ground. Yeah. With our health. Yeah. Thinking, thinking, I can't be represented. Y'all can't work without me. I tell you what, die. Right. Better yet, you don't even have to die. Get sick enough and can't go in. That's right. And sit there and watch the news and wait for them 
to go under because you ain't there. It's not going to happen. And you need to have enough sense to know that. And you need to have enough sense to know you owe God first. Amen. That's who sustains you. That's who blesses you with your help. Yeah. Why would you take what God bless you with and abuse it and run yourself down for everything except serving Him? Amen. We always can find our way back when we're run down, beat up. I'll share a story with you and I'm done. When I was a little boy growing up, we had several dogs. One of our dogs in particular, he was a mixed breed. He was a boxer and who knows whatever. We call him just a good mud. Good, faithful mud. His name was Rex. Rex was a loyal dog. We grew up with Rex. So we used to get on Rex back and we would ride Rex like a horse. People come, people come in our yard, Rex would, he didn't play. We would say, Okay, Rex, and Rex would just get quiet and people could come in. But Rex had a hat. And well, if we took care of Rex and fed him good and everything, Rex had a habit. He would wander off and disappear for weeks. Mm. And we would ask our dad, you seen Rex? No. Finally, one day my dad said, just a dog. That's how they do. He'll be back. And man, after a couple of weeks, you look up, here come Rex down the road, dragging. Been in a fight, got bites on him and everything. My dad would put stuff on him, get him back. Rex would go and lay down. And after a few months, Rex would disappear. Yeah. My dad said, he'll be back. <laughs> so you can expect that from a dog right. to leave the safeguard of a good home being taken care of and being provided for and everything. You expect a dog not to have no sense to wander off and do something crazy like that. Yeah. But surely you wouldn't expect That's all I'm going to say. Surely, we're smarter than a dog. To wander away from the one who died for us. Laid down his life. Intercedes for us. That's right. Who suffered for us. Yeah. Left heaven for us. Man. Surely we're smarter than a dog. Yes, sir. Than to wander away from the one who cares for us and cared for us even when we didn't have sense enough to care for ourselves. Man. Surely, surely we're smarter than rich. That's right. One day. Rex left. And Rex stayed longer. He stayed away longer than he normally did. 
And my daddy got concerned. So we got in the car, we rode around, rode around, and we found Rex over in some bushes. Rex lost that fight. Yeah. Some other dogs killed. Yeah. Man, if Rex had just stayed home, that's right. Stayed in the yard. Yeah. It'd been good to go. Yeah. Yeah. But it was something out there that kept pulling Rex out there. That's right. That's right. And Rex probably didn't bank on the fact of not coming back home one day. That's right. Just like some of us live. Yeah. And thinking it'll be all right. Yeah. It might happen to somebody else, but not me. Huh. But let me tell you something. You're gambling. Yeah. You're gambling. Yeah. A big gamble. Man. Because you don't know where death is. That's right. And sometimes sin could pull you so far out there. Yeah. You can't even find your way back. Amen. I know we're smarter than Rex. Man. Rex was a dog. Yeah. We're created in the image of God. Amen. Surely. We have more to offer to God. Than a dog. Amen. I pray. You'll consider the words. Yeah. That have been spoken today. Yeah. The Bible said in Acts 2. They that gladly received the word. They that. Gladly, they heard something, even in recognizing their state of lostness, they rejoiced because they found the opportunity to get their records clean. Yeah. They had gladly received the word about What happened to your joy? What happened to your excitement? All right. What has come between you and God that you don't even want to be in the presence of His Son in worship? Mm -hmm. What has a greater importance in your life that can pull you away at 3 o'clock and you'll sit at home doing something else worldly? Amen. Amen. Than to be here in the presence of the Son of God. Amen. What's more important that you can't come out on a Monday night, Wednesday night, or Saturday morning to stay? Yeah. To build God's family stronger. Yeah. To be a better servant. Something in this world pulling you. Yeah. It pulled Rex to his death. Man. And it'll pull you. To yours. Amen. If you don't do something about it. Yes, sir. Quick, fast. Can I hurt? Yes, sir. What's our song, Jerry? 633. 633 is our invitation song. Rex was a good dog. Mm -hmm. Lived long years. But that's all you can say about Rex. That's right. A dog ain't got no soul. That's right.
Rex died, we buried him, and that was it. Like Rover, dead all over. But that ain't the same for us. Our soul is going to spend eternity somewhere. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. What's your choice? What do you choose today? God awaits your answer. Let us together stand and sing. Tell us all, what will you 